For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Don't forget to tune in every Sunday from 10 to 11. My wonderful co-host Dana Lake will be here next week. Uh, We're here every week trying to bring you the latest related to health and wellness. And today we've got a really great special guest as usual. Um, You know, Village Green does an amazing job of lining up experts from all around the country to share their unique insights, research, information to health and wellness. I learn more from doing this radio show than I do from almost anything else, uh, you know, in my life as far as uh, further education related to health and wellness. I get introduced to so many great people. So it's an amazing experience for me. And so I hope it's an amazing experience for all of you listeners. Today, we're talking with Dr. Zach Bush. He's an MD and one of the few triple board certified physicians in the country with expertise in internal medicine, endocrinology and metabolism, and hospice and palliative care. The breakthrough science that Dr. Bush and his colleagues have delivered offer profound new insights into human health and longevity. In 2012, he discovered a family of carbon-based redox molecules made by bacteria. He and his team subsequently demonstrated that this cellular communication network functions to compensate for glyphosate and many other dietary, chemical, and pharmaceutical toxins that disrupt our body's natural defense systems. The science has resulted in a revolutionary class of dietary supplements, including the product Restore. Dr. Bush points to his kids as the driving force behind his passion for change. He's fiercely motivated by a desire to have them experience a much brighter and healthier future. His education efforts provide a grassroots foundation from which we can launch change in our legislative decisions, ultimately upshifting consumer behavior to bring about radical change in the mega industries of big farming, big pharma, and Western medicine at large. So quite a mission you've set up for yourself, Dr. Bush. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it's great. If we're going to go, we might as well go big. Yeah, we may as well go big. Well, I mean, that's the thing. We can upshift and we can make changes. I remember you know, 25 years ago in college talking about, well, you know, you've got to buy the, you know, um, sort of toilet paper made from partly recycled paper, even though it wasn't as soft as Charmin at the time, because if you don't buy it, nobody's ever going to, you know, it's never going to take off. And now here we are fast forward and there's organic food and natural cleaning products in every big box store, as well as every little, you know, holistic market. So it's like, you know, what we do and the choices that we make drives what industry does. So your point is, you know, very well taken and it's also very possible, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, 10 years ago, it, it was a vision uh, that many people, you know, started to get pieces of. And now I think the joy is seeing that it's it's catching traction all over the world. And uh, especially in the younger generations, I see my children's generation, my kids are in 20 and 18, and I see them really, you know, it, it's no longer an adoption process for them. It's just obvious, mm-hmm. and it's, it is the way of life they expect. So um, it's it's really cool. I think that we're seeing uh, a generational shift uh, towards a uh, much more enlightened consumer, and certainly Internet age has put a lot of information at the fingertips of consumers that has never existed before. And so uh, we're starting to 
be able to overcome the government's resistance to labeling mm-hmm. um, by just doing direct consumer education and helping them you know not wait for the labeling laws to finally come into play yep. and really empowering people at, a, at an earlier point in their transition so very thrilled and a lot of it comes down to what you guys are doing here you know uh, village green and what you're doing dr kevin is just you know the, the biggest piece of the puzzle is how to, how do we get the information in the consumer's hands mm-hmm. and that's why it's a thrill to see you know eight-year projects like this really maturing and having a big impact yeah yeah we really enjoyed doing it so tell us a little bit about yourself dr bush i mean it's kind of cool the bio alludes to some really interesting things as far as you know these redox molecules and it brings up so many different uh concepts there's so much talk about you know glyphosate and you know there just recently i think it was two weeks ago was one of the biggest uh you know class action or the biggest lawsuit in california they finally awarded you know a huge uh, payout to a farmer who thought you know linked his glyphosate use to um, his leukemia and that sort of setting off a whole chain of events in our community there's been all this emerging research on the role of this readily used pesticide um, or herbicide and its role in the gut microflora and human health. And so, I mean, there's like your bio like pulls out in one sentence, like so many vast topics that we could probably spend multiple hours on help us orient us as the listeners, you know, who don't know you yet to, you know, your work and what you've done. And then we can kind of start digging down into it, but love to just get a little bit more, know a little bit more about you. Awesome. Yeah, my background was in endocrinology and metabolism after my internal medicine residency, and so I was doing a lot of hospital-based adult medicine care. Um, was you know working in all the units from the bone marrow transplant unit all the way to kind of the liver and uh, you know, gastrointestinal and gastroenterology environment and uh, renal and all these different environments in the hospital. So I had a very broad education, and my research started to dive into cancer around 2006. Uh, when I started studying the role of mitochondria, which were the fuel plants inside of our cells that uh, historically we had kind of considered as the source of uh, just fuel and the kind of the power plant we were all taught in biology 101 and all that. And by 2005, we were really well down the avenue of realizing that they were doing way more than producing fuel, that they were most importantly probably producing a communication network in the intracellular environment inside the cell uh, relying on this communication mo- uh, network of these redox molecules. And the word redox is a contraction of two words, reduction and oxidation. And reduction is the uh, distri- the contribution of electron in a chemical reaction, and oxidation is the absorption of electron in, in perhaps the same reaction. So you've got oxidants and you've got reductants. And uh, the, the discovery from the mitochondria world was, whoa, the mitochondria are actually able to produce 15 molecules that simultaneously Simultaneously, can donate and absorb electrons, therefore setting up a liquid circuit board, basically, where you can have exchange of electricity with all these switches of positive and negative charge across hydrogen molecules happen at the molecular level. And so uh, all of us have a vague understanding of what a CPU computer chip must look like down at the microscopic level now. You see all these little wires running back and forth, and you got little switches that are you know, changing the direction of information with the I's and O's uh, of the digital world. The same thing is really running in our cells, and so we've got this intelligent communication network working within the cells. And so my area of research in cancer was looking at the ability of the, the mitochondria to recognize the damage of the cell, recognize that it was too far gone to recover through a repair process, and it would trigger uh, a suicide 
experience where the cell would suddenly realize, okay, I need to get out of here. I'm too damaged to be contributing health to the larger organism, so I'm going to I'm going to involute and turn into something that looks like bubble tea. Basically, the whole cell kind of breaks apart into little bubbles over about a three-day period. And all of that's triggered by uh, the mitochondria. You know, of course, that then makes room for a stem cell to set up a regenerative process and bring in differentiation of uh, new and brand, you know, vibrant cells to take the place of the damaged old cells that need to turn over. So that whole process was fascinating and new um, in the in the era that I was studying cancer, and I was working with vitamin A compounds. Uh, that could turn on that cell suicide in tumors. And it was an exciting time because we were starting to recognize that the mitochondria seemed to be intelligent enough to be able to differentiate at cellular level whether a cell was too far, far gone for repair and needed to involute or it was, you know, could be subject to repair yet. And so that journey was what prepared me to leave academia in 2010. And that that departure really came around um, the reality that uh, I realized my chemotherapy was a chasing after the wind and you know, no cancer on earth has ever been caused by a lack of chemotherapy. And so that humbling kind of realization that hit me was just kind of an aha moment of, you know, I could spend the rest of my career doing this and I'm still not going to get at the root cause of why we're seeing a massive epidemic of cancer in our children and adults. And, uh, you know, children's cancers are, you know, six, eight-fold increase over the last 20 years, and adult cancers have doubled, and it's just, you know, amazing amount of disease out there. And it's we're all now one degree of separation. There's nobody on the planet that isn't being affected by this cancer epidemic, as well as, you know, the neurologic conditions, autism, Alzheimer's, and everything in between. So um, so it's just the, the prevalence of disease has gotten so so ridiculous by the end of the 2000s there that I was starting to realize that if I was going to find a rewarding career that had to do with my Hippocratic Oath that I took, which was, you know, do no harm and try to bring, you know, some root cause solutions to my patients, I was going to have to depart from the pharmaceutical model. So that was the most terrifying and uh, depressing moment of my life. <laughs> and so I, you know, I left academia, which was full of a lot of collegial, you know, kind of experience. And then I felt like I had a safety net around me to just being alone. And I, a rural community in Virginia, I decided to set up my nutrition clinic in, in a food desert. I uh, felt like I could do the most benefit there on the small scale, but also if I f- could find a, a methodology that would work in a food desert, then it would be scalable to the rest of the, the country and the world at large. So that was the, the goal. So we started working on an intensive project in bringing about chronic disease management through nutrition rather than uh, through a pharmaceutical model. And of course, as all of your listeners well know, that's that's not no longer a chronic disease model. It's actually a health and healing model, which I had never been trained in. Uh, interestingly, after 17 years in academia, I had really never had a lecture given to me that that was called health and healing. Um, I started to give some lectures on uh, with the word healing and the title of it towards the end of my academic career, and nobody should, would show up. <laughs> and so it was, it was just like a, a slow realization of, wow, our, our education has got us so pigeonholed, and here we are, a bunch of very well-intentioned and extremely well-educated individuals in the medical and scientific community, and yet the box that we've grown up in is keeping us from seeing the bigger picture of, of the fact that we're not even scratching the surface of what is the science of health and healing. So that's the direction of my last eight years after 2010. I uh, started the Nutrition Center, and I had to reteach myself nutrition. So it was, uh, it was something I had brushed across a couple times in my career, but it turns out that, that brush of nutrition was very skewed and 
you know, basically was based on the food pyramid that was created by special interests with the U.S. government rather than in a scientific lab. So the, the, the amazing reality that we don't understand nutrition at this day and age is kind of extraordinary. It's the one thing that we all do every day is eat food, and yet mm-hmm. uh, there's very little science that says here's why you eat healthy food and here's the impact of healthy food on the body and here's how it impacts health and healing. Yeah, and because there's not that science and it's so simple, it gets overlooked like it couldn't possibly be that helpful because there's not... You know, we haven't identified every pathway of food, every way that it affects different molecular structures, biochemical processes, genetic expression. I mean, we're learning more and more of that, but, you know, it's almost overlooked as it couldn't possibly be that useful, you know, whereas the reality is in medical clinics like ours, where our fundamental focus on helping people is through using nutrition, you realize that there actually is no more powerful tool. That's exactly right. And that's, that's kind of the secret that's kept from us. You know, we're yep. actually trained to think of nutrition as something below our pay grade. You know, it's yep. like, oh, that's, that's just for the nutrition or sort of dietitian to go teach. And yep. it'd be a waste of your ter- ter- time, doc, to teach your patient how to eat healthy. Yep. When you're exactly right, you know, to the point now, I have my own basic science labs and biotech companies now. And so we get, we're doing world class science on this concept of health and healing. And it's so interesting to turn, turn that lens around, um, you know, using the same kind of basic science knowledge that I had and the, the methodology that we use to, to study cancer and start to use that methodology to understand what a healthy gut lining, what a healthy immune system looks like. That is an exciting shift uh, for us, and it's really rare that we have a month go by where there's not some huge explosive paradigm shift in our concept Mm -hmm. of where health and healing is coming from and how it happens within the cell and all that because, you know, while there's more than 100 years of accumulated scientific research experience in our lab between the different researchers, none of us have ever been in this environment of just pure Instead of looking at insults to cells, looking at uh, the regenerative capacity of cells, and, and it's really beautiful, and it's, yeah. it gives you a sense, you know, eight years into this process, I can tell you it's given me a sense of our connectedness. Mm-hmm. Like there, there is no such thing as human health. There's a, there is such a thing as ecologic health on the planet. There is such a thing as nature's existence and, and interconnectedness. And if we detach from that, we're going to have a health crisis. Yep. And so the, the last 20 years has just been an acceleration of a 2,000-year journey in mm-hmm. civilization, which has steadily marched us away from yep. uh, connectedness to nature. Yep. All right. So uh, we're going to have to take a, a quick break, but that was a great introduction. When we get back, maybe we can talk a little bit more about I'm interested to learn a little bit more about what you discovered with Redox, a little bit about uh, the product and how it relates to supporting health, because that will bring up a whole nother set of uh, topics related to health and physiology that will certainly lead to an interesting discussion. So this is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back right after these words. Solgar number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within 7 days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within 7 days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number no. 7 says yes. Solgar number no. 7 Available at Village Green Apothecary. 
New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics. It can all take a serious toll on your health, but we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosure. Remember Cognosure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m., so make sure to tune in. Um, You can listen to all of our previously recorded shows if you go to the Village Green website, www.myvillagegreen.com. On the right-hand side of the homepage, there's a microphone icon. If you click on that, it'll take you to the archive show section. Listen to any previous show. We've got a list of favorites. Um, it's a really great resource. You can also download it on uh, iTunes, The Essentials of Healthy Living. You can listen to all of mine and Dana's um, uh, previous shows, and there's a lot of great information there. So today we're talking with Dr. Zach Bush. Intro, first segment was a mile a minute, a lot of really, really cool topics, and we're touching on some of the things that you know I am the most passionate about in, in my profession and in the work that I do with patients. This idea of you know really focused on health and healing with the fundamental concept of using nutrition and using basically all philosophies like you were just talking about, Dr. Bush, that align humans with how we were sort of meant to to operate. You know, if you only study the disease model and why things have gone wrong, you forget about the fact that every single second of every single day, your cells are programmed to do the right thing and to try for the most part to express a proper function. And it's oftentimes the habits that we engage in, whether it be poor eating, poor lifestyle, too much stress, exposure to chemicals that damage or impede the cell's ability to actually do that. And so as what is most core to what I was trained as naturopathic medicine is you sort of remove the obstacles of healing. And if you remove the obstacles of healing, you're not healing the body. You're basically allowing the body to express its own potential of health. 
And you know, yes, exactly. Yeah. And that is ultimately what all of us doctors doing more functional medicine, holistic medicine, naturopathic medicine, whatever you want to call it, all of the fundamental ways in which we're working are really geared at that. Now, some people may be more focused on using nutrients or vitamins or herbs or certain types of things. But really what I have learned after 15 years of working with people is that the more I just help get people out of their own way and get obstacles out of the way of their body, there's very little that they have to do or that I have to do. And the most fundamental way to stimulate that process of healing, I have found certainly starts with nutrition and food. And it sounds so simple, but it's amazing what it can do. So I think we're definitely on the same page with that, Dr. Bush. Would, it, would you say so? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the interesting thing that we're now seeing is that, you know, previously in the last you know, few decades of nutrition science, we've been focused on food as a source of micronutrients and macronutrients, and there's mm-hmm. been, you know, an unbelievable amount of debate and, uh, frankly, argument over what is the best thing to eat. You've got the, the vegan plant-based guys, you've got the mm-hmm. paleo, Atkins, South Beach, you know, all these different theories as to what eating healthy looks like. And, of course, it's unfortunate that everybody says the other guys are wrong when, in fact, you know, everything's a stepwise process towards the right the right answers. And the last five years, I would say, has been really the big shift in nutrition where, as, as an industry, we're starting to look past the, the food on our plate to realize that that is not the story that's really compelling for human health. The story happens once that food hits your microbiome. Mm-hmm. And so the, the realization that the microbiome, much like the soils of the planet around us, and that's a, the soil is actually a nice analog for us to think about now because most people don't you know, study the molecular structure of the human gut, but everybody's at least had some exposure to a plant growing in a, a pot or a garden or a large-scale farm. And in all of those situations, you know that the quality of the soil, the amount of water you get to that soil, the amount of nutrients you put in the soil, all of those are going to contribute to the longevity and health of the plants that would grow in the soil. Same thing is, you know, right here in our human gut where we have intestinal structure that looks just like the same root fibers that you would expect on the bottom of a plant. Uh, we've got this huge root structure uh, called villi, which look like kind of coral reef or, or root fibrils that stick out into the milieu of all the bacteria and the fungi and the yeast and uh, the parasites, all of these incredible organisms that are working together to create a diverse ecosystem. And if we can make our gut look similar to what you would expect in a coral reef or a native jungle where you've got these hundreds of thousands of species that are interacting in any cubic centimeter of soil, you've got this vibrancy of life where just life's literally exploding out out of the soil floor of the jungle all the time. And it's unstoppable. I live in Virginia here where we see this, and I was just in my garden for a couple hours yesterday and reminded of it. My gosh, if you if you ignore a garden for a few months here or even a few days, you've got weeds that are taller than you are, and you've got these plants that are just exploding with vibrancy and seeds and life, and they're regenerative and, and passionate to grow and reach yeah. their potential. Yeah, that's that's what we would want our children to look like. You know, we want to see our children exploding out of the the vacuum of of space into the uterus, and then out of the uterus into life, and into life, and you know, just continuing, continuing to grow and and reach this vibrant state of health. That was really the case, I'd say, in, in the United States from you know, kind of the the late 50s on through the 80s, we saw an incredible improvement in, in child health and things like, uh, you know, stature, the, the average height of humans increased in our country and even in so 
there was just this robust, you know, kind of vibrancy to health for a short period of time. And then, you know, as the 80s wore on and we started seeing the 90s, suddenly that, that trend started to reverse and we started to see an uptick in autoimmune conditions in our children's sensitivities to the environment, environmental allergies as well as food allergies. And by the end of the 90s and early 2000s, you know, even the CDC was making predictions that this would be the first generation of children in America to live shorter than their parents. And so we saw this real reversal of the progress happen over the course of the 90s. And the 2000, 2010 on generation has just been devastating. We're now seeing 46% of our children with chronic disease. That's in contrast to the entire population of the United States with chronic disease at 4% in the 1960s. So from 4% of the entire population to 46% of our children with chronic disease, it's, it's devastating. It's, we're literally going to lose two generations of, of people before we get this thing turned around at best case scenario. So uh, we have a devastating humanitarian crisis that's getting almost no play in, in the kind of public eye in, in regard to our legislative decisions, certainly our political discourses that have been flying around over the last few years. The, the recent election, there wasn't a single debate on uh, nutrition and human health and soil and agriculture. And these things just are not rising to the level of importance that we desperately need them to rise. And so I think that we really, again and again, find that consumer behavior is going to be the, the last salvage of hope that we have, is that if we can change consumer behavior quick enough, we're going to demand these fundamental changes in nutrition. Mm-hmm. So that takes us back to kind of where you know, we were beginning with in the first segment around mitochondria and, and these redox molecules. Redox molecules from mitochondria that live inside our cells. By the way, mitochondria are not human entities. They're not like a, a little human piece of our human cells. These are uh, little organisms that look like bacteria. Their DNA structure looks more like a virus. So they're kind of more microbial than they are human. And they proliferate inside our cells. And the average human cell has 200 mitochondria living inside of it. Uh, if the neuron, it will be as many as 2,000 mitochondria living in a neuron. So we, we are teeming with life within our cells. And those guys are producing these redox molecules that are the communication network, as mentioned, inside the cell. And we were talking about my research around you know, how it could dictate you know, the, the apoptosis or programmed cell suicide, uh, the survival of the cell. It could, it could produce uh, an inflammatory reaction to help call in assistance from the immune systems, all kinds of action going from these mitochondria. And so it's very cool to realize that these non-human species are nurse-mating from inside the cell uh, the health of the human. The finding that we had in 2012 was uh, now extending outside the cell. So in 2010, I had started my own nutrition center, and we were feeding our patients really intensive plant-based programs. And so we were uh, studying all the superfoods, things like kale and parsley and uh, cilantro and all these different detox compounds. And we were finding that there was a significant portion of our patients that were actually increasing their inflammation when given healthy food and not decreasing it. And so they were really defying, uh, you know, 30 years and really hundreds of years of science around things like curcumin and turmeric and all these things that we believed were anti-inflammatory were acting the opposite in, in a significant portion of our patients. And it was that patient group that really asked us to dive deeper into, well, what has happened? Is something changed in this food? Because we've known that the food has worked or is it something that's changed in the human 
this ultimately took us down uh, a pathway into the soil. And studying past the plants that we were eating down into the soil, we realized that uh, there was a huge uh, new paradigm waiting for us there. And it was about page 40 of a big white paper on soil science that I was reading through when I suddenly found a molecule that looked suspiciously like the, the chemotherapy I used to make that worked with the mitochondria. And that moment was really... Uh, a goosebump moment. It's one of those times where you just know you're in the right place mm-hmm. at the right time, and this is all your life purpose unfolding. And so that molecule that popped out at me, uh, we started studying, and to find out that it was made by bacteria and fungi was really exciting because that that was the aha moment where we suddenly realized uh, the similarity of redox potential on these carbon molecules uh, would would portray uh, or would uh, you know constitute a communication network similar to what the mitochondria are doing, but it would have outside the cell. Bacteria and fungi don't have mitochondria. And so they have these uh, plants have something called plant plastids and mitochondria have these double membrane uh, systems that allow them to do uh, some communication in but uh, the the plants really are unique in that uh, they they're going to require something non-redox or non-mitochondrial uh, to do communication and the single-celled organisms like the bacteria and fungi are similar there. And so that was the aha moment where, of course, these other species, if they're going to coordinate an ecosystem that's balanced and teaming together, they're going to have to communicate. And so the concept of a a trans-species communication network that would survive outside the human cell was really compelling. Mm. What we then did was we started extracting these from fossil soils. Uh, the problem with modern soils is that it's it's very denuded of the variety of biodiversity that we would we would have had thousands of years ago, and so we started looking into fossil soils as their 60 million year old. Uh, stockpile that we have in the deserts of the United States. And so we were uh, starting to extract through a water process these carbon molecules. And as we started to put that that water-treated mineral salts into uh, the human cell systems, we started to see radical changes in the genomics of the human cell. The, the DNA of the human cell would suddenly turn on and start producing the protein matrix uh, that forms the scaffolding or extracellular matrix around the human cells. This was really compelling, and it kind of made a lot of sense on the on the big picture. You've got mitochondria inside our cells that are dictating a communication network for repair inside the cell, and then you've got bacteria and fungi outside our human cells that are dictating and, and modulating the repair and, and kind of holistic health approach outside the cell. All of that kind of prepared us for the next questions that we might answer and go into on your next segment here. But, uh, you know, this starts to beg the question of, well, why is this important? And is this potentially ground zero of the human health collapse that we've seen? Because the correlation with the epidemics that we've seen now since the 1990s is really correlated with the changes that we've had in the agricultural system. Never before in human history have we been spraying our crops directly with antibiotics. And now uh, the weed killers that are really prominent on the market, the most ubiquitous of which is something called glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in the famous weed killer Roundup. And that glyphosate molecule has actually been patented as an anti uh, antibacterial, anti-parasite. It kills single-celled organisms very easily. And so uh, that has been sterilizing our soil since the mid-1990s and depleting it of this carbon matrix redox signaling uh, that would have come along uh, from those bacteria and fungi. So we've been sterilizing the soil, losing the intelligence and communication of the network of the soil, and therefore losing the production of that same carbon matrix communication network in our food and then ultimately in our intestines. Again, our intestinal environment looking a lot like healthy soil. 
you kill the soil and you start growing food that has the residues of all these antibiotics in it, and glyphosate is the most ubiquitous in our water system and our food system, we start to have this destruction of that communication network. Hmm. Interestingly, glyphosate attacks directly the extracellular matrix, and so we've shown in our labs that we can show exactly how glyphosate damages the human gut lining, for example, or the lining of the, the blood vessels that keep our blood in the right compartments, the blood-brain barrier, the kidney tubules. Glyphosate challenges all of those barrier systems, and we start to leak all over the place. And so a lot of your listeners have heard of leaky gut. But the reality is, as soon as you have leaky gut, you also have leaky blood vessels, you have leaky blood-brain barrier, you have leaky kidney tubules, you've turned into a sieve forwards and backwards, and, and that turns us into these toxin sponges, and we're very good at consolidating toxin mm-hmm. in our bodies, which accelerates the aging process, accelerates the, the pro- process of toxicity within our bodies, and undermines our ability to naturally detox or rid our bodies of those toxins that we might absorb. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the interesting points. We're going to take a quick break, but I mean, I mentioned that lawsuit. One of the things that, you know, came up was that, you know, there's glyphosate, but they've never studied actually how it interacts with the other chemicals, right? So, I mean, you know, you have something that creates that bit of permeability and then you combine it with other toxins that are consumed right along with that food. It's like a perfect storm for creating such a insult to human health. So, I mean, I'm completely fascinated Dr. Bush, I want to keep listening to more, but we've got to take a quick break. So don't go anywhere. We're going to be back right after these words. And I'd like you to share more information about how this groundbreaking research is applying to health. And then obviously the way that you've been able to work on coming up with a dietary supplement that sort of supports, I'm assuming, some of that communication network that's been lost by the sterilization of our of our soil. I'm assuming that's where we're going with this. But um, I'll have you clarify when we come back from the break. So don't go anywhere. This is Dr. Kevin Becerra with The Essentials of Healthy Living, and we'll be back right after these words. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet, Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MC. CTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, nor Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. 
The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apocalypse. Hi, I'm Gail Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary, where we've been specializing in meeting your unique health care needs for over 50 years. Our passion is helping you to get to your root cause of health conditions. At Village Green Apothecary, our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists offer guidance on diet, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. Plus, we offer lab testing and nutritional consultations to optimize your health plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda or online at myvillage green.com. Welcome back everybody to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I'm your host Dr. Kevin Pacero. We're having an incredibly fascinating discussion with Dr. Zach Bush and um, you know, you brought up some amazing concepts based on your research really locking into this idea of this carbon molecule that is um, you know, produced in healthy soil that acts as sort of what we are calling or what you're calling a redox molecule, which really we're going to translate redox is just basically a way that the body uses to communicate. It's almost like a communication signal is what you've sort of uh, explained it as if we want to simplify it. Is that correct? That's fine. Okay, great. So we're talking about these communication molecules, some that are produced within our cells in the mitochondria, and then we have this whole other way of needing our cells to communicate extracellularly. And what you research has stumbled upon is perhaps this molecule that is carbon molecule that's found in soil is one of the primary ways that we communicate extracellular, which helps to keep all of our cellular networks together, working properly, our tight junctions together in our gut, as we talked about all these leaky gut issues. So Here's my question that I asked you in the break that I'd love for you to answer on the air, because for me, the first question I have, well, these things are contained in the soil. And while I'm sure there's some soil residues on the food that we eat, most of the food that we consume has been washed. It's been cleaned. We're not sort of like going out there taking spoonfuls of dirt, right? And we think about some of the nutrients that are in soil, they get absorbed by the roots into the plant and then we consume them. So the nutrients, vitamins, um, those we can see as being transmitted. Plants themselves can create a very positive biochemicals for our health, the phytonutrients, the antioxidants, all of these things are produced actually by the plant cells. So how is it that if something's so critically important for the health and communication of our cells um, that's coming from soil, if it's not being produced by the plant that's grown in the soil and it's not being absorbed up into the plant that we're consuming, what is the primary way that humans were ingesting or coming in contact with these potentially very substantial or very significant carbon molecules, redox molecules that you know your research is showing is so so beneficial? Brilliant. Yeah, so we can turn back just to the water structure. So um, water is really the beginning of life. Water is the only molecule that's completely necessary for life to begin. And water is actually the main carrier for these redox molecules, both in your body with the mitochondria that will make these oxygen-based redox molecules from the mitochondria. Similarly, these carbon-based molecules that we've been working from soil with, all of those are going to be interacting with water as their main 
carrier and source of hydrogen exchange and all these things. And so for a plant that's going to be touching the soil, the bacteria and the fungi of the soil create a very unique structure called the mycorrhizae. Uh, the mycorrhizae look kind of like spider webs underneath the soil. I'm sure if you've ever stuck a shovel in healthy soil, you've seen these structures. They look, you might have thought they were little rootlets from the plants and things like that, but actually it's, it's the soil microbes that are building this network of communication uh, down in the mycorrhizae. And it's the mycorrhizae that are probably channeling the vast majority of these carbon molecules and this intelligence from the soil, but mm. bacterium uh, right up into the plant itself. And so you're channeling all of this via the water system up into the plant. And these molecules wrap minerals and amino acids up to make them bioavailable. And so we're doing a lot of studies in, in large-scale cattle agriculture with another product. We're doing large-scale uh, soil recovery uh, product that we're working with farmers who have done decades of genetically modified crop uh, you know, and killed their soil. We're helping them regrow uh, healthy microbiome in their soil through, through a similar process. So whether it's the soil or the cattle or the human, we're seeing this amazing uh, process of reintegrating this communication network into the water and food system for the plant or the animal or the human. And you see this incredible boom in bioavailability of their nutrients, mm. such that the cattle, for example, will, will decrease the amount of food they need to gain healthy weight uh, to their adult maximum weight. And so you'll see that improvement in kind of metabolic function as soon as you, you make the nutrients bioavailable to them. Mm. What's happening in the human right now is we're force-feeding ourselves to try to squeeze some nutrients right. out of an increasingly devoid nutrient mm -hmm. source in our food. And what ends up happening is we get too many calories and we become obese because we're searching for those few nutrients uh, that we're really hungry for. We're not hungry for calories as a human being. We're hungry for nutrients. Yep. And so as we eat you know, plants that are grown hydroponically now, this, this horrific change that we've had with the organic labeling that now organic foods can be grown in water instead of soil, mm -hmm. there is going to be a massive detriment in nutrient in those foods. They may look like a raspberry, but if they were hydroponically grown, the chance of them having the, the intelligence of what would have been, come from a matrix of soil and nutrients and amino acids is devoid. And so we're growing fake food in a lot of ways now, and that's leading to this detriment. So the carbon matrix you speak of is being sucked up the rootlets into the plants and we're ingesting it. And it's never devoid of the water structure. So the water is 70% of our food. And that water is, again, always interacting with these carbon matrix molecules mm -hmm. uh, to bring them into the human body. Yeah, it is interesting. So that makes perfect sense. One of the most, I mean, I was a environmental biology major and I remember just a couple of years ago was watching. I'm so interested in ecosystems because when I look at human health and when I studied large ecosystems, I realized that basically every single thing related to human health is just a mirror of the larger ecosystems. The ecosystem of a rainforest pretty much mirrors the ecosystem of our microbiome in all these different ways. So if you understand ecosystem dynamics, you can understand so much about health and physiology. And I was so interested to learn about how in large forest trees, large mature trees will nurture their saplings because these underground um, fungi networks will connect the mother tree to its child tree. And there's an intelligence in the trees where the mother tree can um, selectively feed nutrients to its sapling and not other saplings that aren't its own offspring. Right. And so what you just yeah. explained makes perfect sense to me because we already have established this ability of these 
mycorrhiza and these incredibly important fungal and bacterial species that grow in the soil to connect the different roots and actually transfer nutrients and transfer components of the soil and even things from that standpoint of a mother tree nurturing its its sapling because the sapling doesn't have access to the sunlight because it's low in the it's under the canopy. So how does it nurture it till it grows high enough to it can make its own nutrients? So that makes perfect sense to me as these rhizomes underneath from the from the fungi basically transfer these carbon molecules up into the plant and then they're consumed by us. So thank you for explaining that. That obviously clicks for me and hopefully clicks for other people as well. So like if we're understanding the concept of what they are, some of their implications when we look at, you know, what they do on an extracellular basis, let's talk about how this applies to human health. So one of the things that we wanted to discuss was potentially inflammation. It's a huge hot topic. The number one selling dietary supplement across the board is turmeric because everybody's worried about their inflammation. It's been, you know, correlated with cancer, heart disease, diabetes, every major chronic illness that Americans face. People are in pain. It's inflammation. It's the hottest topic. So, you know, if there's a significant tie-in between this nutrient you discovered and inflammation, I'd love for you to discuss it with us. Awesome. And you're, and that's exactly it. And that's where we went as a science group back in 2012. We, we knew that we felt like we had our finger on a new new concept of health in biology around these carbon matrix. But we knew we were going to have to correlate that with some sort of pathophysiology with inflammation, chronic inflammation being much different than acute inflammation, but chronic inflammation being the foundation of all the chronic diseases, whether we're talking about childhood conditions to the adult Alzheimer's patient, all of it throughout the spectrum, chronic inflammation. Chronic inflammation, it turns out, is generated from an overwhelmed immune system. The immune system should create an uh, acute inflammatory reaction to any injury that it forms. If you continue to overwhelm that immune system with uh, acute on acute acute injury, you're going to start to run out of the coping mechanisms that the body has to throw out these acute inflammatory reactions. You start to run out of your antioxidant reservoir, uh, the main antioxidant in our body, accounting for more than 85% of our total body antibiotics or uh, anti. Um, oxidants is produced inside our cells. It's called glutathione. And that glutathione becomes depleted with that chronic inflammatory, chronic injury state, and we start to lose the ability to keep up. And pretty soon the immune system itself becomes our own problem. We develop this oxidative stress as the immune system continues to dump oxidants to try to do damage control, to wipe out damaged cells, etc. And in the same way, we develop with that overwhelm autoimmune conditions where our body is so overwhelmed with this inside-outside leak where we've started to lose our self-identity, and we start to attack our own body as if it were foreign. And so through both these mechanisms, chronic inflammation and autoimmunity, we start to see a real breakdown in the fundamentals of human health and the understanding of the human body as to what it is and and how to maintain its health. And so that, that, turns out, uh, had to be kind of ground zero one way or another. We talked earlier about uh, the barrier systems, and you just mentioned tight junctions a few minutes ago in regard to the mycorrhizae and all that. Tight junctions are like intelligent Velcro that keeps one cell glued to the next, and it opens up and allows macronutrients to enter our gut lining, for example, and then the tight junctions zipper back up. And so it's an intelligent Velcro system that allows us to keep the barrier system intact, protect us from the outside world, but also allows us to absorb some very large macronutrients that could not pass through the inside the cell mechanism of absorption. And so this tight junction barrier system is a very intelligent gatekeeper. 
And it turns out that that is ground zero for glyphosate or Roundup, the weed killer. And so our group has shown again and again that the small intestine, colon, renal tubules, blood-brain barrier, they all blow apart when you start to expose it to Roundup. And that Roundup exposure is now coming through our water. We mentioned the, the amazing ability of water to carry these carbon molecules. Well, unfortunately, uh, glyphosate is one of the few toxins on the planet that's super water-soluble. And so we added starting in the 1970s, but then really in 1996 took off with our GMO crops that were Roundup ready, allowing us to spray corn, soybeans, sugar beets, and so many other plants now directly with Roundup. And before 1996 and 1992, we started spraying wheat uh, to act as a desiccant or a drying agent on the wheat right before it was harvested. And so in 92, we started eating bread that was laced with this water-soluble toxin. Just like the carbon molecules being pulled inside the cells for health, the glyphosate is pulled inside the cells through the water system and absorbed into the food we eat. You can't wash off Roundup. Once it's in the plant, it's integrated into the very water structure within the cells of the plant, and you're going to consume that one way or another. Unfortunately, our whole planet is 70% water. Actually, that's silly. Fortunately, water is 70% mm -hmm. of our planet, therefore we have biology and health. But when you start adding a toxin to planet Earth at the volume that we're adding Roundup, like right now on Earth, it's somewhere around 2.5 to 4 billion kilograms of uh, 2.5 to 4 billion pounds of uh, Roundup being sprayed worldwide every year. And so billions and billions of pounds of this molecule being dumped into a planet that's 70% water. It's get, not just getting into our food. It's getting right into our rivers, and it's killing our oceans. It's killing our coral reefs. It's getting right into our clouds. In fact, if you measure water samples in the air, just the air samples down in, in agricultural environments in the United States, you find 75% of it contaminated with Roundup. The rainfall, 75% contaminated with Roundup. And so we are breathing it. We're, it's raining on us. And we're eating it. We're drinking it. We're literally steeped in this antibiotic compound that's not only killing the microbiome and this kind of mycorrhizal intelligence of nutrient delivery, it's actually killing our barrier systems. And so we're all mm. leaking uh, to different degrees. And our, our relative health compared to our, our colleagues next door, same age, same everything, you see this big difference. You, you know people that look like they're 80 years old and they're yeah. 60. You know people that are 80, and they look 40. Yeah. And so, you know, you see this massive difference in the biologic aging process, and what that comes down to is that individual's ability to absorb nutrients, absorb water, and keep the bad stuff out. Yep. Dr. Bush. is accelerating that aging so, process. Yep. We've got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have our last segment, and I'd love for you to talk about um, specifically, you know, the Restore product and what you guys have developed and how it can help be somewhat protective for some of these challenges that we face and why it integrates a component of health that is pretty much unique to any other thing on the market. So when we come back from the break, let's discuss that. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with The Essentials of Healthy Living, and we'll be back right after these words. Solgar number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number no. 7 says yes. Solgar number no. 7. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Multivitamins. That's right, certified organic. Made with the highest quality standards. Uncooked, untreated, unadulterated. Non-GMO certified, vegan, and gluten-free. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. 
Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Have apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I'm your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in, having a very interesting discussion with Dr. Zach Bush. We've been covering an incredible amount of topics. We've been talking about in the last segment really ended, Dr. Bush was talking about glyphosate, the damage that it has specifically on our cells, the research that your research has shown, how it damages our you know, uh, tight junctions, leaky gut, the kidney tubules, the blood-brain barrier, all the areas in the body that need to create some sort of barrier function for a particular reason are all getting degraded by this specific compound, which then makes us hugely susceptible to any other kind of toxin that needs to come in, not to mention just disrupting the natural physiology of the body because those tight junctions are very important for optimal functioning and the function of the digestive systems and the whole body. So if we have these compounds that we've isolated in soil that can help restore some of that and improve these intracellular matrices and help with healing that, how do we apply this clinically? Talk to us about what your research has yielded as far as a solution. Yeah, in 2013, we uh, developed a product. It took us about a year to get it into uh, a stable state in water uh, with these carbon molecules. When you pull the communication network out of soil from 60 million years ago, you get a very unique variety. Uh, 60 million years ago, we had a booming soil matrix that was way more complicated than anything we have in, in modern soils. And each species of bacteria and fungi makes a unique subset of these carbon molecules. We call them carbon snowflakes in the lab because it's a good description of kind of the, the infinite variety of these carbon molecules and their shapes, sizes, and, and contributions to this wireless network. So now imagine a wireless network getting turned back on in your body and, and what we would expect to see. The exciting thing about uh, the dietary supplement line that we've derived from these soil molecules, uh, the, the line is called Restore. Restore is a liquid dietary supplement. We also have a nasal spray line for uh, sinonasal health, which, of course, ties into gut health in a lot of ways, too. Um, and then the oral product that uh, really addresses you know, the gut lining and the vascular lining beyond that, blood-brain barrier, et cetera. 
the fun thing about uh, this new kind of concept of health and healing where we stop trying to push a single pathway of cellular function, we start just giving back a communication network, is for the first time we have a supplement that doesn't do anything uh, in the sense that this isn't trying to hit a receptor in your body. It's not trying to be an anti-inflammatory. It's not trying to be an antioxidant. It's literally giving back the wireless network. Imagine all of the cell phones on the planet. All of them work through a computer that has both reception and transmission capacity to be a communication tool for all of us, and we can connect to all the human beings around the planet. But if we're further than seven miles from the nearest cell phone tower, all of those cell phones cease to exist as a communication network, and we start to become isolated. And that's what's happening to our cells and our body. Ultimately, isolation is what leads to cancer cells and all this. And so the real goal to human health and the contribution of these carbon molecules is to bring back in the cell phone tower and turn back on the cells to their awareness of their environment around them. And once a cell realizes that it's part of a 70 trillion cell organism and working in coordination for a greater life form, uh, they, they all kick in. And, and if they're too damaged to, to heal, they can turn on apoptosis, program cell suicide, etc. And so this is an incredible uh, new paradigm for us to have a dietary supplement line that's just there to turn back on your natural intrinsic healing potential rather than trying to do something and micromanage your gut like a probiotic would or micromanage uh, the fuel going into your gut like a prebiotic would. This is the first time we're just adding back communication and trusting that the ecosystem can figure out what's the best next step uh, towards the healing process. And it's amazing that in these 30,000 species of bacteria and millions of species of fungi and hundreds of thousands of species of parasite know what a healthy ecosystem looks like. We just need to give them back the communication network. And in turn, they're going to feed us this constant stream of carbon molecular structure with integrated amino acids and micronutrients and minerals all trace lined into this colloidal system of carbon matrix. And we get this whole support system back, the mycorrhizal extracellular matrix, rootlets between our cells to channel nutrient back into our cells, get water transfer back into the cells, which is our ultimate detox pathway and the like. So it's been an amazing journey, and it's humbling to the nth degree because as a physician, we all go in with this great intention of healing our patients. And in the pharmaceutical model, it gets really wearisome to see our patients getting sicker and sicker from the side effects and drug interactions and everything else. And, of course, none of our drugs are reaching the root cause of health. They're really you know, chronic disease management. So to have something that's literally from the root system and, and supporting the root system to give us back that matrix of foundation has been a new paradigm. And it really, you know, amplifies all of the other things that you're trying to do for your health. And so uh, it gives you a new foundation to, for the rubber to hit the road. Your exercise program will be more effective if you're getting nutrient and water inside the cells because your root system is intact. Your your detox program to your herbal supplements is going to be more effective if you've got an intact mycorrhizal system and all of that. So it's just a real new foundation and a real exciting one to work from. Yeah, well, it's very interesting. And, you know, the evolution of how it came to be based on your research, based on what you discovered, your previous experience with chemotherapy, the aha moment of finding these compounds that were almost similar to that, their effect on mitochondria, their existence in the soil, and then tying it together to you know, looking at the degradation of health and human vitality from exposure to a compound that specifically disrupts the presence of that specific nutrient, it, the evolution of coming to the development of the product uh, to me is one of the most impressive parts of it. People can spew and talk about the next best thing that their product does, but to have that kind of research evolutionary pathway to me is one of the most impressive components of it and you know, really is motivating to actually start integrating it clinically. So 
Very, very exciting. Dr. Bush, I can't thank you enough for taking the time with us this morning and sharing this uh, really valuable information. It's been incredibly enlightening to me and hopefully to all the listeners. So thank you so much. The product is called Restore. Where can people um, learn more about it or, or purchase it? Absolutely. You can find the product at www.restore4life.com, restoreforlife.com. Uh, you can find out a lot more of the science and research in my lectures on YouTube, and as well as my own website, which is Zach Bush, M-D, Z-A-C-H-B-U-S-H-M-D.com. Um, there's hundreds of hours of lectures and uh, content for the community on YouTube, uh, so you can dive as deep as down this rabbit hole as you want to go, and it's a fun, fun journey. So, awesome. Uh, Excellent. Thanks for the opportunity to be on your show. Yeah, thank you so much, Dr. Bush. All right, everybody, this is Dr. Kevin Pacero wishing you the best of health. Until next time, thank you for tuning in. Take care. Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top-quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. Today and every day, at Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415. West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.